welcome, welcome to the R Slash Productivity Podcast. For this extra special episode, we've got time blocking and Pomodoro. Pomodoro? Yeah, I, I, I guess you say Pomodoro. I, I say Pomodoro. Should I look it up? I... <laughs> no, A quick it's, it's Googling like... right at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to do it. Pomodoro oh, I, pronounced. I, I, I got it. Pomodoro. <laughs> oh, uh, it's, a, it's an Italian word. So the first response I had was like spaghetti al pomodoro. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I forgot it was, um, it's an Italian word for like tomato or something. Yeah, yeah. Something Everyone pomodoro. Italian listening to this, which is zero, will be like, what? Well, well, yeah, I, I, had this, I, I had this iPhone app that's a Pomodoro timer and its logo was a, was a tomato. Uh, anyway, we're, yes, we're, we are already, they all do. Uh, are, we're already uh, getting off topic. So time blocking and, and Pomodoro. Um, um, I, I guess that uh, we're, we're smooshing these two together into a nice uh, spaghetti paste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're we're putting these two together because um, they're about managing your time, and you know managing your time is important. It's it's also maybe a very broad topic to talk about, so we're kind of narrowing it down to time blocking and Pomodoro. Um, I'm gonna admit, like we 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 discussed this literally five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> the thing I was actually gonna admit uh, was um, we were gonna do what time management. And then I realized, like, I was 30 minutes late to to this recording session. So I'm probably not the best person to talk about time management, but we can talk about these two things. It's going to be like a case of um, Alex over here talks about time blocking and I talk about Pomodoro. Yeah. And and you don't have to be be perfect um, in order to say something about it. It's a spreading of ideas. It's like Ted. Yeah, it's a spreading of ideas, and it's it's according according to the idea of, of time blocking that I, I block my time to work on certain things in my life. It doesn't always mean that I that I actually do it, but it's 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 wishful thinking in in some sense. It, you make you make a plan and you you want to go for it, but sometimes those plans change. Should we like go through your step by step kind of how you do time blocking? Yeah, yeah. Or should, uh, first of all, definitions. Sorry, we should probably go through the definitions of each of these. Well, I think we'll do them respectively. So when we go on to pom- Pomodoro, we'll talk about that. So time blocking definition. So the definition of time blocking is um, dividing the day into blocks of time, with each block dedicated to uh, accompl- uh, accomplishing a specific task or activity. Uh, and that, uh, and only that specific task or activity. Um, I, I go, I'm going to link a um, a Todoist blog in the show notes where I got this this definition from. Uh, I, I think it it works very well because that's this is almost exactly how I use time blocking. You might want to block some time for this one because <laughs> good grief, it's a long one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a very long and thorough blog, but you can learn a lot a lot from it. Like I when I did research for for this uh, specific topic, I started reading through it and I learned something f- from it as well. For example, I realized that I made my current time blocking rather rough. Like I I put in the big blocks of time for my job and for my study, but for the smaller things like um, uh, like in the, in the morning, like getting up, practicing piano, uh, uh, planning, uh, having lunch, having free time, all those things, you can essentially block your entire day from minute minute to minute. Uh, 
and plan your day that way so that you can take the time for each of those things that you wish to do. One of the ditches that you can fall into with time blocking is that you is, is that you you plan your day and you try your thinking best to uh, to adhere to your schedule. But at some point, at some point, you've got to let go of your plan and and adapt your plan again to uh, to the way things have changed in your day. So it, it's not a, uh, a you don't dictate yourself with with time blocking and say, well, now it's nine forty five and I'm going to plan. Uh, to plan things and now it's 11 so now i'm going to i'm going to study now you you use the time blocking as like i said before like wishful thinking like i want to to use this time for this specific task and if something can't be done or uh, things are being delayed or something is um, turns out to start later uh, you just keep going you just keep uh, updating your your plan your your planning for the day accordingly so, like, say you haven't got enough time for something, you're saying you extend the time? Is that what you're saying? Uh, that's one possibility, yeah. Like, what, what I tend to do is I, uh, when I realize that, that I don't have enough time for something, I just stop and go on with whatever my plan is, and I'll get to it next time especially if it's a big project. Unless it's like urgent and important, in which case it's probably you carry on with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if you have to meet a deadline or something. This reminds me of truth. No, what I was actually going to say was David Allen, right? I've started reading the book. I'm like 90 pages in. Yay, great. Um, we've always we've always got to mention getting things done in every single episode. This is this is like a goal at this point because it's been every episode yeah, so far. Yeah, you've got to mention CGP Grey or Cortex. Yes. We, yeah, just to slide those two in as well. <laughs> so I remember like a big thing of what he was talking about were it's like the different steps when you think of something to do. And then it's something along the lines of you need to plan when you're going to do these things. So the idea is all of these things are out of your mind. They're written down. I mean, uh, if you're listening, you listening to this right now, whichever way you do it is is how, is how you do it. But I think the recommended one through getting things done is make sure you write everything down you need to do. So it's out of your mind. Make sure you review it yes. and then plan time to do like schedule time to do each one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to say. Uh, personally, this has never really worked for me, which is which is a handy thing because this works for you doesn't work for me. I think that, I think that kind of works. So so it, 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 how did you come to the realization that it didn't work for you? What I was doing was this was before I discovered to do lists. A long time ago, when I was starting work, I I discovered calendars. Right, and for a while, I was actually it was very very useful. I would I would make slots where I had um like shifts at work or things I had to attend. And then I got to a point when I was like, I want to do things after work, but I'm not finding the time, or but I'm like just being lazy or whatever whatever it is. And um, I started like allotting certain time slots, like thirty minutes or an hour or whatever. This is going to be this. This is going to be this. And then when I ended up getting to it, I just, every, like, every evening, I just blatantly ignored it. It just didn't work for me. And so I find it interesting. So this is a thing you regularly do. Like, how would you get it to actually work for you? I, I scheduled this time for myself, and I just ended up ignoring it and not using it. 
So I'm wondering how you actually got it to work for you. This is, I'm assuming this is the thing you do rather than just the thing you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, uh, it, well, if you were to look in my in my calendar for each week, um, like like for in the previous weeks, you, you would see mostly the biggest blocks of time spent for studying or work, and between that, I would have um, I would have a free time. Um, and for example, I, w- I would have lunch. Uh, I would go to friends. Um, I-, I-, I blocked some time, for example, for doing uh, doing chores, chores, course. Sure, it's it's chores. Chores. Course. <laughs> <laughs> <Cores>. Do- doing chores. <laughs> doing chores around the house. I realized last week that I was forgetting uh, that I had planned time for doing my chores. Uh, because I didn't have a notification set up on my phone. Like, I, I turned everything off, and I came to the point, okay, at this point, I've turned on, turned off too much of my notifications, so I need to start turning some on again, so that I don't forget about it. So uh, I think that looking at my next week, like, I, I have my calendar in front of me right now, and I have planned uh, almost every single hour of every day um, for the coming week, uh, simply because yesterday I read that Todoist blog. It's it's an experiment, and I'm going to be bom- to be bombarded in those days <laughs> with uh, notifications from my phone, like, "Hey, let's start at this, let's start at that." So th- that's kind of how, kind of how I want I want to uh, remind myself of it. But at at, at the same time, um, as you said, uh, you, as I said, it's it's wishful thinking. It's it's uh, I wish to do these things. And I, I don't always get to. How do you know how much time to block? I think this is a big thing on my mind. It's like mm, that's a ve- yeah, yeah, it's a very big thing. How do you plan your days accordingly when you have to do all these things? I know, like personally, I um I end up taking a lot longer than I expect to do certain things. I'm thinking oh, I can do these five things today. I do like two of them, maybe, yeah. sort of thing. Well, um, uh, when you were you, when you were asking your question, my eyes immediately went to uh, like one and a half hours that I've planned that I've planned for myself to plan bigger projects that that I need to be working on in the coming weeks, and I think to myself, wow, that's a one one and a half hours. That's a lot of time. Goes quick. Yeah, but I, I've made that mistake before that you said that you 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 don't realize how much time some things actually take. It, it's just just looking at the things and and thinking um well maybe maybe this maybe that and if it doesn't work you just try to uh, extend that time next time i think it's important to understand i mean this is just kind of like regular self-care kind of stuff but if you don't get everything done like don't beat yourself up about it you know you, you're learning yeah yeah it's, it's not the end of the world yeah um i like when um we realized we didn't have any cheese yesterday and that was for my mum the end of the world because it wasn't just about the cheese but anyway that's the soft topic it's <laughs> um, about petty arguments um okay. but this kind of also reminds me of um i for the longest time i've been trying to figure out how to go to sleep on time and i looked at this article once and it said like if you schedule to do certain things once you've done done all of those things then you can then you can realize you you're going your next step is going to sleep you know it's like Oh, I've done this thing in my evening. I have no more things to do. I might as well just go to sleep. Can I actually clarify? Um, how what what do you use to block your time? Like you said, you got a notification. I've just realised that. Do you use your calendar? Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, Apple Calendar. iCal. You got Apple Calendar, right? I gotta say, um, 
I've gone and used a few calendars. This isn't an episode about calendars, but I've used a few calendars, and um, I set up a bunch of different um, event like not. I was gonna say calendars because that's actually the right word. I set up a bunch of different calendars on my calendar. <laughs> so, yeah. so, um, and they're all like color coded. For example, like we actually have our own Artesh Productivity podcast one, and it's got a little emoji of a baguette on it just for because the microphone emoji wasn't working. It was fun. <laughs> so we decided to go fun and do like, but anyway, that's a soft topic. That's not, that's not the point. But the, the point I'm trying to say is um, I used to use Apple calendars. Um, and that used to work fine. And then I realized I wanted to have more reminders. So I went onto Google Calendar online and um, I set up for each of these calendars I had. So, for example, events, appointments, whatever. I set up how far in advance I want notifications, like 10 minutes, 30 minutes a day sort of thing. And whenever I would add something to my calendar, it would give me a notification for that time. You know, up to this point, everything that you said is, is also is also what I'm using in Apple Calendar, like the notifications uh, at set times before an event is starting. Because there's only two you can add to it. Uh, there's more, you can add more now, and there's this 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 disgusting stinking bug. iCal works in in such a way that it remembers past events that you've done and um, tries to recommend. Uh, titles for new events that you're creating. So um, I just have to write the first letters of it, and then it it, it recommends the, the the title for me. But at the same time, it also re- remembers notifications that you set up last time, and then it it adds them on top of each other. So I had times when I was being notified three times, like half an hour before I had to start working, because there, there was this bug in it. I've realized we're talking a little bit calendars, but I have more to say about what you're saying. Uh, first of all, the problem I have is like whenever you're doing like a repeat event or something, it like puts in a blank location like automatically. It was kind of, it always kind of annoyed me. Um, another thing was uh, what I was going to say was there's was one point where I like added different calendars to my calendar. And for some reason, it kept like adding certain ones. So like one on like one bank holiday, I had like five notifications <laughs> just because it just kept repeating it over and over again. Um, so I went through different calendars. I set everything up on Google Calendar and I went through different calendars on my phone. And I found that Fantastical, it's only on Apple, unfortunately. I don't know what you have for Android. I'm very sorry about that. But because Google Calendar notifications weren't working 100% of the time, I had to use something else. And so whenever I added something to a certain calendar on Fantastical, it would always give me every single one of our notifications. So that was super helpful. So I'm tr- the reason I'm saying this is because you mentioned when it notifies you, like this is this is the app I use when I want a certain notification for a certain time. I, I can like specify when. And another helpful thing about having an Apple device is um, you can go into shortcuts and set up notifications there. I mean, you could do alarms on your computer. You can do, like, anything you want, really. You can set up calendars on your computer. I've got an extension for my calendar to give me notifications. Um, I've got a shortcut every day that at 3 p.m. tells me, hey, you rock. There's a longer... I'll tell a story another day <laughs> <laughs> about why that's the case. But um, these are all different ways you can notify yourself to do something. And I guess... Um, the way that most people do it is add these events to your calendar, probably using a different calendar, such as um, 
Like I've got events, appointments, um, things like that. You could have like, just like, you could just call it time blocking or whatever. And that have that as your calendar thing. Um, is there, is there anything else you can add to that about, um, about how you time block, what, what software you use, etc. Well, um, I, I have used different apps before. I've, um, there, there was this, this app on iPhone called Cal. It, 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 it just looked good. It, it wasn't very practical. Like I, I always get lost in, um, in, in, in calendar apps. So I, I tend to revert to uh, just iCal or Apple Calendar uh, simply because it's, it, it, it just works. It's, uh, it's, it's got a good layout on the Mac and on the iPhone and the iPad. So I, I, just, I just prefer working with it. Uh, at the same time, there, there's these uh, things. Um, at some point, you could uh, add um, attachments or a URL or notes to certain events. So at some point, I just dragged an email from my uh, from my mail app into the into the calendar, and it created an event with a link to that uh, to that email. Th- that was awesome. And that's cool. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> what app did you use again? Um, iCal. iCal. Okay. Yeah, and just just standard mail. That's interesting. Did you do that on your Mac? Yeah. Okay. I forgot to mention also to do lists will tend to have notifications, so that might be worth having as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, like for example, my Microsoft to do. That's, that's a whole topic in in and of itself. Like when do you put something on your calendar, and when do you put something on your uh, on your to do list? Yeah, and you know, if if only if only we um did an episode about to do lists. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if if only that was something which had happened. Yeah. You know? You know, like maybe episode. I don't know. I was gonna say which episode number, but then I actually forgot which episode number it was. <laughs> so it's num- num- number one. Was it number one? Yeah, number one. Oh wow, that's handy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, let's let's go on to uh, to Pomodoro. Pomodoro, yeah. Pomodoro. Pomodoro. So um, if you we mentioned earlier, Definition. if you look this up on any app store, you'll find a bunch of like tomato timers, basically, because. I, I believe the Italian word for tomato is pomodoro. So they've just kind of like, all of them have got this theme of tomato timers. Anyway, the idea of uh, pomodoro is you time a certain amount of time to do a task and then you have a break. Um, so, for example, I think the most common one is like 25 minutes. You have a 25 minute timer. And then you have a five minute timer as a break. The idea is, let's take this as an example. Whenever you're going to leave work, right? Whenever you're going to leave for whatever event you have. For me, it's work because obviously you always want to rush when you're leaving. Um, (laughs) Because I always leave it to last minute. But the idea is you, you rush. You rush when you haven't got a lot of time. And so the idea of setting a timer, the Pomodoro method is to make it seem like you haven't actually got a lot of time to do this thing and you've got to do it within this timer. And to make it even more important, after the timer ends, you have to stop working on this task. That's like the rule of a Pomodoro. You stop working on the task and then you give yourself, say, like a five, ten minute break maybe just to do something else. Um, just to have a break, have a bit of water or whatever you want to do. Um, actually, should I go through, um, have I still got it? different things you can do one question um like wasn't the the whole idea of a pomodoro timer to um to to divide your focus up 
Explain. Can you elaborate? Yeah. Um, like you mentioned that you uh, you set a Pomodoro timer to get this feeling of haste. Like um, it, it has to be finished within this time time span. Uh, but I thought that the Pomodoro timer was 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 supposed to be used to concentrate. Well, I mean, it's a bit of both, to be honest, isn't it? It's like if you're gonna if you've got a feeling of haste, you're gonna need to concentrate. I mean, you can obviously take whatever works for it um if, if you don't like the haze you can take the concentration just just see what works for, for you this is the entire idea of anything we say try any different method that works for you relating to it i've been using pomodoro time as, as well i always found 20 or 25 minutes too short like my, my focus really works like on the 15 minute mark or the one and a half hour mark. I think that's what CGP Grey does. <laughs> I've got to mention him now. Um, I yeah. think he mentioned, I don't think he directly mentioned uh, Pomodoro, but he mentioned something like uh, 45 minutes and like a 15 minute break or something like that. Yeah. Um, it could have been, it's worth watching, um, listening to even Cortex 101. That was like their episode where they talked about all this stuff. I don't know if he mentioned it there, but um, it's worth checking out anyway. But different break ideas we have, let me just run through them. We have drink water, finish other smaller tasks, journaling, juggling, learn a language. So Duolingo, I've been using that as helpful. Excuse me, juggling. Juggling. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining that you're at work and you're using a Pomodoro timer. And then and at a certain time, your boss, your boss comes in and he sees you juggling some stuff. Like, what are you doing? Well, I, I'm on a break. Oh, yeah, don't mind me. I'm, I'm working. I'm just on my break. <laughs> okay um and speaking of which i've actually heard like if you tuck two socks into each other that's like a good like makeshift juggling ball but that's not the point so got learn a language which is helpful with duolingo i've been learning dutch which is helpful for alex but also helpful for the the trip i'm going on at the end of the year um we got mindfulness we got read a book reviewing i've got to admit i don't know what reviewing is but i've got it written down do you know what reviewing would be? Re- reviewing, I-, I guess that um, in 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 GTD terms, uh, it, it would go. It, it would mean going into your inbox and reviewing a couple of tasks that you put in there. I, I would imagine so. Or maybe like reviewing what you've done so far. And by the way, just to clarify, Alex has said GTD. That means getting things done. And then we also got stretch, walk around. These these are healthy healthy things to do. Uh, water plants and workout. So those are those are all the things that you wrote down for yourself. Um, I don't think I've ever really done any of them. I've never properly done Pomodoro, um, but these are helpful things to to have. Because I, I would certainly uh, put um, making some tea or um, putting a piano playing in it. Yeah, you can uh, you can do whatever. Like if you have like a hobby or something like that, you can. I think you can be amazed by what you can do in that short amount of time. Now, well, I think we should talk about different methods that I use for this. So on my, I use Windows computers. So that means I have this, um, I've actually closed it. It's the first time I've ever closed it. But <laughs> I just realized I need it open now. Um, I've got uh, alarms and timer. So what I've done is I've got the, um, I've got a 25 minute Pomodoro timer and then a 30 minute break timer. So the idea is I play both of them and then by the time it gets to 25 minutes, the break has already started. So I don't actually have to like activate any break timer when I go to Pomodoro, when I finish my Pomodoro session. Yeah, so, so you're not, not fiddling around with the software all the time. No, exactly. Um, I mean, if you want to do more, you can do more. You can do like them when you come back or whatever. But I've got to say, I think Pomodoro has been helpful for me, but only for the 25 minutes. After the break... I just don't really seem to come back to it. (laughs) 
So it hasn't fully worked for me. I guess that at that point, I realized that uh, setting up a longer timer and then also a, a longer break after it uh, works better for me. Because if you do two periods of uh, 25 minutes and a 10-minute break, it's a slightly, slightly longer uh, break. That, 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 that would definitely suit me better. I, I forgot it's worth mentioning. I've... Um... I believe one of the techniques that you can do is you can do a few 25 minutes um, and then, you know, 25 minutes and five minutes and after like uh, an hour or so. So I guess like maybe after two to four sessions, I think it is, you have like a, a slightly longer break. And I guess maybe that's like a lunch break or something. But yeah, I think it's worth playing around with to see how far you can go. Yeah, and, and you know, if it's not something for you, you can just, just move on to another thing. Like we, we said in the Insanity podcast, just don't keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting things to change. Um, if, if you actually want to, to, to pick up your life and, and start doing things, and you find out that time blocking or Pomodoro doesn't work, well, move on and, and do something differently. Yeah, and also on that note, I feel like we're going to be saying these every episode. So first of all, there's like, yeah, the definition of insanity. And secondly, we also have the idea of, oh God. I was going to say falling off the bandwagon is part of the process. If you fall off the bandwagon, you've learned a way that doesn't work. And so you got it. You should climb back on and see if you can get a different method to work. Essentially, I mean, it's basically the same sort of thing. It's just like, but now that you've fallen off, you understand how it works. The definition of insanity is more of you're doing the same thing over and over, realizing that actually it's not working at all and you need to stop. But what's falling off the bandwagon is understanding this is something that doesn't work, so I'm going to try it slightly differently to see if it does work. Um, or you've learned from your mistakes, basically. What I realized from my own uh, experiences falling off the, the bandwagon is that doing nothing is probably the worst just do something. Don't take it as an excuse of of like, oh, I guess it just doesn't work then. It's like, I think this is a whole thing with dieting, for example. I've never done it. Can I just say that? First of all, I don't know a lot about it. But from what I've heard, for example, is um, people go diet and then and then they do something bad and they think, oh, well, you know, diet's over. It's like, no, you've learned something which you need to avoid doing in future. You've, you've made a mistake and now you've learned from that mistake and you now know how to avoid that. Or maybe you don't know how to avoid it, but then you can focus on trying to avoid it in future. Um, actually, add one more thing, and that is we haven't talked about like mobile versions of Pomodoro. Well, it, it just works the same, doesn't it? Well, not quite, because you can't have multiple timers on like an Apple timer going on. Well, uh, there, there's, a, there's a few apps that I've been using. Uh, you, you like you've got the, the, uh, an app called uh, Hours. It's uh, it's an, it's a, it's an expensive app. Um, uh, you've got uh, like they have a free version, and it's okay to use it. Uh, I think it's more like a time tracking app now that I think of it. Uh, and there's um, um, also the, the I think that the I think there's also like Tomato Timer. Okay, <laughs> Tomato Timer. <laughs> I think it's definitely worth just like cycling through all of the different apps and seeing which ones work the best for you. I don't think that we actually need to recommend any any specific Pomodoro apps because just just look for Pomodoro and and, and find something that that suits for you. I think it's a given that that the, the the you don't even need an app to do it. I feel like it's helpful to have. You could do it. I, I don't know in your mind or whatever. But it's if you have actually something external which is saying this is how much time you have left. I mean, I, I think the least, least all you can have is a clock, you know? 
I think that if you want to be productive and if you don't uh, uh, have a way to manage your time, um, uh, you, I, I think you can get less done. And, and if you don't plan your time, others will plan your time for you. Wow. <laughs> that was profound. Holy cow. Like, I, was, I was like paying half attention <laughs> and I just realized, whoa. <laughs> okay. It's just like the entire idea of like, if you don't, um, if everything is someone else's fault, then nothing is in your control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like your time is like, like, like from my perspective, your time is, is given and you've got to use it for something. It's, it's a tool with, with just like product productivity. Time is a tool with which you can use, uh, to get things done. And if you don't, don't, take responsibility for the time that you that you actually have to do things uh, then then other people are just going to tell you what to do with it mm. yeah let's go into the outro shall we yes <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of the episode uh, thanks for lis- listening to the r slash productivity podcast um if you have if you have any questions um hop onto the discord server the link is in the show notes we also have an email now that, so so if you have any questions uh, uh you can find it also in the show notes i hope uh, our conversation has inspired you to be more productive so until next time have fun yeah uh, time out i'm i'm sorry time out I have a, a huge cramp in my toe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm standing. I, it's a standing desk again. I, I'm, I'm standing on my toes. I'm sitting I, down right and now. I, I feel this this tension. It's terrible. Okay. I, I love the idea of uh, the end of every episode. We're going to have like a bit. I think this should be the bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is the end. And, th- and this is the end. Right now. <laughs>